0: Today on the WCBS Morning News Roundup.
1: Supporters of the bodega worker charged with stabbing a customer to death will meet with the Manhattan DA to argue it was self-defense. I'm Marla Diamond in Lower Manhattan.
2: Then why police believe one man is responsible
3: for three attacks on sleeping homeless people in the past week. Desperate pleas for more monkeypox vaccine. I'm Sean Adams at a health clinic in Chelsea.
0: The Newark Race Riots. Four nights of terror in which a third of the city was under curfew and lockdown. Part of our News Radio 88 Seconds and Sound today.
2: Good morning. Thanks for joining us on this Tuesday, the 11th of July. I'm Paul Mardane.
0: Morning. I'm Wayne Cabot. Craig Allen in the Weather Center says a hot summer day today. Humid, a gusty, uh, gusty breeze, he says. The SH I was about to say is not what you thought it was. (laughs) No, it's a shower tonight, but not today. It should be nice and dry, just muggy, and uh, 70s by the shore.
2: By the way, it's the 12th of July, I said the 11th, so speaking of gusty announcers, <laughs> 12th of July is today.
0: Well, members of the Bodegas Union will meet today with the DA in Manhattan to get in to drop the murder charge against the Hamilton Heights clerk who fatally stabbed an attacker in his own store. We heard from that clerk for the first time, and Marla Diamond is in Lower Manhattan this morning. Marla, good morning. What is the case for Jose Alba?
1: Good morning, Wayne. Good morning, Paul. As you said, representatives from groups representing over 20,000 small groceries will tell the district attorney that this is a case of self-defense and that Alba feared for his life and the murder charges against him should be dropped. The 61-year-old broke his silence yesterday, standing behind his apartment door with his daughter translating. Alba said, he is afraid to go outside, despite the support that he's received from many New Yorkers, including the mayor. He asked the victim's family for forgiveness. Alba has been charged with stabbing Austin Simon to death July 1st in that Hamilton Heights bodega during a scuffle after Simon confronted the clerk over a bag of chips Simon's girlfriend had tried to buy for her 10-year-old daughter, but her credit card was rejected. In new surveillance video, a woman is seen pulling something from her purse that Alba says was the knife she used to stab him. He says he was only acting in self-defense. Paul and Wayne?
2: Marla, what have we heard from the DA's office on this?
1: Not much, but a spokesperson says that he is reviewing the evidence and the investigation is ongoing. That meeting will take place at 10 o'clock this morning, and then we will hear from the Bodega Owners Association around 11.
0: Martha, thank you. Someone has been stabbing homeless people in the city. Police say three attacks in the past week appear to be connected. There was a fatal stabbing last Tuesday in the West Village in which a sleeping man on a bench was knifed in the stomach in the Hudson River Park at 11th Street. A second person was stabbed Friday. Also sleeping on a bench, Madison in 49th. He survived. Then yesterday, a homeless woman was attacked near the FDR Drive in 95th Street. Also while sleeping on a bench. Also knifed in the stomach. She's in stable condition. Surveillance video leads to the same man.
2: Mayor Adams is making an urgent appeal to President Biden to help the city stop the rapid spread of the monkeypox virus. Sean Adams reports from Chelsea from one of those clinics that is getting a new batch of the vaccine. Sean, it goes fast, doesn't it?
3: Certainly, yeah. The the demand for monkeypox vaccine is far greater than the supply. The paltry number of appointments uh, available last week, they were snatched up in minutes. The same is expected with this uh, next round of available doses. Roughly 7,000 shots administered so far, more than 14,000 expected by the end of the week. 223 confirmed cases in New York City, mostly among gay and bisexual men. But really, anyone can contract this virus. It causes painful, pus-filled lesions, fever, and fatigue. Mayor Adams has pleaded with President Biden for a greater share of the federal vaccine supply. There are a million doses sitting in a facility in Denmark. They're ready to ship to the U.S., but the FDA has held up importation due to questions about inspections. Mayor Adams wants to hold off on second doses so more people can get that first shot. Paul, Wayne.
0: Sean, thank you. Today may be the best shopping day of the summer for deals, and not just on Amazon. We'll hear about that next.
2: Well, if you've been waiting for the heat and humidity, Craig Allen, just in time today,
3: right? We've got it for you today. Yeah, there's a little patchy cloudiness that's coming in from off the ocean right now, across especially across central New Jersey and over towards Long Island. The gusty south-southwesterly wind will keep the beaches a little bit lower for today, but the humidity is up and the temperature will be up elsewhere, and it'll be up around 90 in fact. Late this afternoon and this evening, some places are going to pick up a strong thunderstorm, it will not be well organized but there'll be a few of them out there low tonight 70 to 75 mostly sunny it's still hot tomorrow although not quite as humid high near 90 And then other than an isolated pop-up storm on Thursday, it looks like a mix of sun and clouds and rather warm highs again in the middle 80s. Right now for the city, it's 70. The humidity is now up to 84% and a southwest wind up to 16 miles per hour.
0: All right, so 12th of July, it's Prime Day, and it's more than just an Amazon event, more than just a day. It's actually a 48-hour shopping extravaganza starting today with competing Prime Day sales from Target. Best Buy, Walmart. Amazon is facing a more difficult situation compared to the height of the pandemic when profits were really high as people were stuck at home and shopped online. Now Amazon says it has too many workers, too much warehouse space, and they're trying to move things out. You got a couple other deals there, Paul? What do you you think you like today? a free year
2: of Grubhub Plus or four free months of Amazon Music. That's not bad.
0: Bose noise canceling over ear Bluetooth headphones for $269, 110 bucks off. That's
2: pretty good. The AirPods Pro for $170. That's a savings of $80, they're
0: offering, right? right. How about a TV? How about a. How about a Trinitron TV? <laughs> well, I noticed a
2: lot of the TVs were on the uh, on Amazon yesterday as being part of the Prime specials.
0: Here's a 65-inch, 6-series, 4K, UHD, Dolby Vision, HDR, QLED, <gasps> Roku smart TV.
2: A TV set, you mean?
0: <laughs> a TV set. But that's actually a really good TV set. For $699, you save $800. You save more than you spend on that TV.
2: Are they selling radios, too? Get yourself a radio <laughs> and call it a day. Hey, this could be a big year for the concept of car sharing in new york city yes we've had other vehicles available but how about peer-to-peer car sharing that's what we're talking about the fleet is expected to grow after new york changed insurance requirements for fleet owners we spoke with sai fahimi chief operating officer with the get around app on this
3: state laws required individuals to have commercial insurance to share their vehicles making the widespread use of the platform somewhat impractical for the general public However, thanks to uh, years of advocacy and cooperation with policymakers, the Peer-to-Peer Car Sharing Act now allows Getaround to provide platform insurance to cover trips within New York. At, at no extra cost to the users, making it um, an accessible and sustainable transportation solution.
2: The average price of a new car is now topping 47000 and with used cars now fetching thirty grand, get around another peer-to-peer car sharing apps are wagering on a bright future here in New York. They'll be announcing a big expansion later on today, get around, and they say it's not just about money. They also point out that by their numbers, every time you share a car, that's about 10 cars that aren't on the roads in any given city, including New York, and they say, around 60% of the customers use debit cards to pay for their rides, indicating that uh, these are working people that just need a ride, a car that they can rent by the hour
0: morning, I'm Wayne Cabot and
2: I'm Paul Bernain with your Three Things to Know on a Tuesday.
0: First, a judge has declined to delay the contempt of Congress case against Steve Bannon despite his new cooperation with the January 6th committee whose next public hearing is today 1 p.m.
2: Number two, the Austin American statesman has viewed the 77-minute surveillance video from the hallway of Robb Elementary in Uvalde, Texas, showing over an hour of police inaction.
0: Third thing, the Library of Congress has announced America's newest poet laureate, forty-six-year-old Ada Limon, known for her collection *Bright Dead Things*, six books of poetry, and her podcast *The Slowdown*.
2: Up next, our WCBS News Radio, eighty-eight seconds in sound for the eleventh of July. New Jersey, a state under
0: siege. If this universal newsreel from 1967 about the Newark race riots was over the top, it was in how it downplayed the effect on civilians and portrayed only the official establishment point of view.
2: Sniper fire from open windows kills two policemen.
0: To say the racial divide was a chasm is evident in this comment from the mayor of Newark, Hugh Adonisio.
3: I've come to the conclusion that there probably is uh, some
0: element of our community out there that evidently we haven't been reaching. At least 26 people died, hundreds were seriously injured, leading to white flight to the suburbs and a conclusion by black activists. We can receive no justice in this city, nor America. A 10 p.m. to 6 a.m.
2: curfew is clamped on fully one-third of Newark.
0: Comiskey Park, Chicago, 1979. Rock and roll DJ Steve Dahl had lost his job to a disco format and staged Disco Demolition Night. We
1: took all the disco records that you brought tonight, and we're going to them real good.
0: In the years since, people have ascribed homophobic and racist overtones. How
1: about the Bee Gees?
0: I asked producer Nile Rogers of the 70s disco group Chic you are intimately familiar with the backlash. Yeah. I don't think it was a racist thing because disco wasn't a black or white thing. It was everything. I, I think it was more of a class thing and I think that people in New York exemplified the disco movement more than any place in the world. And when others would see that and we were partying remember this was the greatest recession since the Great Depression. But meanwhile we were
3: celebrating in a very hedonistic way. It seemed like we had Excess. What we did have was access. Us poor folks
0: had the ability to mingle with the Liza Minnelli's and the Michael Jackson's and all these big superstars and we came together in this one great melting pot Studio 54. I can't think of anything that was more unifying than disco. The DJ would later say he's no racist no homophobe.
1: I hate the taste of pina coladas. I don't I'm allergic to gold jewelry so there's nothing there for me.
0: This is July 12th
2: yeah, there was a whole part of the uh, the country that just broke out in a rash when they put on their leisure suits back then.
0: Yeah, no kidding. I remember being in high school, and there was the disco group, and there was the guys in flannel smoking, the smoking lounge outside. Yeah, right, right.
2: <laughs> we look good in it. Today's morning news roundup wrapped up now. Weekday mornings at 6, we give you a deeper dive into the stories you need to start your day.